Some people exactly. are going to give you experience. Some people are going to give you contacts. Yeah. You know, some people are going to lend their time. But whatever it is, like, yeah. and all of these things are valuable to you. Big spiritual yeah. reward. And that will put you in good stead. Yeah. Because there's some fuckery ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Believe there's Wahala ahead. That is all. For example, whenever there is some sort of nonsense bait, I'll tell you what's in terms of What's media, nonsense bait? I just made it up. It's just <laughs> so basically nonsense. I'm tired, so I'm mashing up words. It's Sorry. Fine. So basically, I'm not. I'm nonsense. sure it means something. Yeah, it means something to me. It's basically I don't see it as a nonsense. I see it as a nonsense when there's race baiting mm-hmm. campaigns, okay, advertising campaigns, whatever. Um, recent designer, the the green hoodie with the young boy from H and M. Okay, yeah. The all of this kind of stuff. The blackface of this and that. Right, guys, welcome to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by a very special guest today. Hello. I'm now going to introduce herself. Hi, my name's Oliver Liakwe James. Oliver Liakwe, how are you? Good. I'm so happy to have, like, have you here today, honestly. And where can people find you? Oh, socials is um, so good vibes, which is G U D underscore vibes, V Y B Z, which is basically slang for good and vibes, as in vibes cartel. Without the cartel. Okay. <laughs> it's all positive. I'm gonna ask you where that where that comes from actually and, and we'll talk a bit about that as well. Yes. And of course you can follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow me personally at from Exa- from Alexandra X. How can I forget my own name? Um <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter as well. So we are joined. I'm so happy that you've come here. And I think the beautiful thing about just starting a podcast is the kind of networking that you get to do mm-hmm. and you were somebody that I can't remember if I reached out to you first or you did. Message, I think yeah I reached see I'm, I'm, I'm bold now yes. you know like a year ago I would, yes. I would just see things I mind my own business but now I'm like but I give thanks for you doing that okay. because our paths were meant to cross yes. because I think you were kind of supportive of another podcast that I collabed on yes. and then you reached out and I was like watched your stuff and I was like yes Let's do this. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate that. So literally, I'm so happy that you responded and it was a positive Welcome. response. And that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, good vibes. Yes. What is it? How, how did it start? Short version is that basically my husband and I were just very tired of a lot of the kind of, it's just negative, toxic media. Mm-hmm. And that we see just on a kind of vicious media cycle. And it was just, we're just positive people. So we wanted, we started out with t-shirts, yeah. with positive messaging, things like witness the fitness, born ready, Africa is the first world. I said, Africa is the first world. <laughs> she, she said what she said. <laughs> and then um, these kind of things, just to empower people and to start a conversation. And then um, basically my husband had a working life. So I carried on with kind of my passion projects, which is just basically interviewing experts and giving inspirational um, yeah, episodes and talking about various topics, mm-hmm. and that's via the um, online platforms like various socials, but mainly doing solution segments, things like um, in FAQ, which is like infrequently asked questions, and then um, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, so things like what's in the fuck, as in <laughs> what the fuck, 
So the one I like is wetting the fuck. Yeah. So that's that's how to our people, and then it's translated here for you bows. Well, what the fuck? And then scenarios. So serious and lighthearted stuff. Mm-hmm. So just just to engage people on different topics. Yeah, and that's how it starts. And obviously, you are still here yes. today, yeah, as well, mm-hmm. which is great. And you did did you kind of transitioning from t-shirts into actually having a quote unquote show? Mm-hmm. Um. Did that come about because of your kind of broadcasting background? Probably, I should think so. I should think so. I mean, you know how you know we Niger, um, West Africans, we're storytellers anyway. Yeah, of course, naturally. But the thing is, my I'm 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 not a singer. I'm not an actress. Everyone assumes so. I'm a I like background. I like bringing people together. Yeah, and I like giving other people a platform. I like I like that you said that, and I think that's why I'm very fond of you because I get that vibe, and I'm the same. Mm -hmm. As much as I'm in front of the camera, I do like to. Where I can help others and bring others together as well. Yeah. So it does. So my my transferable skills from being a kind of freelance producer, like from researcher, production, development in UK media and background. So that lend me skills, but without the budget, it's zero budget. Mm. It's on the phone. It, you can see it fall sometimes when I forget my stand. But the thing is, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it gets things done. Yeah. And um, I'm persuasive. So like yourself, you know, you just get people who can actually lend expertise to their background mm-hmm. and let them do the thing. And it's and being grateful for that because otherwise, you know, sorry, media agents and stuff <laughs> like that. You just bypass, use your connects and then just scream, which is what we're doing. Yeah. You're doing now. Yeah, we are. And that's the way that it is going um, moving forward. I can't remember this guy's name. I think his name's Gary Vee. He's like an inspirational... Yes, I've just I've seen him around a lot. Around a lot. But it's mm. funny that it's it's now because he's been around for a long time. He was one of the like original pioneers of like YouTube influencers. Okay. He was one of the first. I think he was doing it way back, like ten ten years ago mm-hmm. plus. So um I remember him saying in like an interview, you know, so many people are trying to get to Hollywood and trying to get to these, you know, these big corporations to look at them when really you are the way in which things are going. So yes. the way that you're going, you continue. Yes. They need to come to you. They need to change whatever it is that they're doing because that's exactly. old school and that's not how, you know, the, the world is working anymore. I think you know more about him than I do, but I, you know, I love people sharing these yes. clips. And if it's the guy who I think, he has like zero fucks, dark hair American. Dark hair American. Yeah. Right, I think... You're not. You probably won't like this because you're a hardworking teacher. Yeah. But he, I think there's someone. I don't. I don't agree with everything he says. That I can tell you that for free. He said one line that made me laugh. Okay. It made me laugh. He was talking. They were asking him, "What do you think about formal education?" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he said something like, "Enjoy your vacation." Enjoy your vacation. That's what he said about teachers. About the education system. system. Okay. So he doesn't, which I agree with. It doesn't fit everybody. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's just, he just he was like he just threw it away. But sure. he said, "Enjoy your vacation." Yeah. I the way I, the way I laughed. But he was he's just more like you just said, go get yeah, go get yeah. Don't need all of that. But this is what podcasting and all is. of this YouTubing and yeah. streaming is, isn't it? This on the whole, it's auditioning and showreels to get yeah. to Hollywood mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get what he means. Yeah. I get, and I, I think he's somebody who knows the kind of all aspects of it. Mm. So some people only know the kind of YouTube, 
broadcasting end in terms of being the content creator. Mm. Um, some people know the kind of behind the scenes, the production. Some people know it all the way through the entire process, all the way through. I think he's somebody who's knowledgeable in all mm. areas and it's like, okay, you know what? I know what I'm saying and mm. that's why he's saying it. And I respect that. Mm. But you can respect somebody and not agree with everything that they say. But <laughs> So, yeah, he's he's somebody like that. Some people just kind of say what they need to say and then they keep it moving. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when speaking of that um, so I wanted to talk about there's so many things that we can talk about ask anything you like so so many things we can talk about but one of the things I wanted to talk about is black representation mm-hmm. in media today mm-hmm. obviously you have an extensive background in in broadcasting as a whole yeah. would you say that the situation has changed would you say it's getting better would you say it's getting worse would you say it's been stagnant mm-hmm. and um, what would you say that we need to do moving forward? So if there's a young black person out there that wants to get into broadcasting in any way, shape or form, what's their foot in the door? Okay, I'm going to, forgive Pele, I'm, I'm tired, <laughs> but I, I'm going to read out some notes. Yes. I brainstormed yeah. and then we'll take on those points okay. because I think the best thing to do is start back. Yeah, at the root. Because at the root, in terms of if um, the viewers and listeners who are going to engage with this, if you're an entry-level person and people who do not know about the sector, Mm -hmm. I just want to give a a kind of brief overview and then we can tackle those if you don't mind. So bear with me a second. So That's fine. My thing is that, um, so why is black representation important? Important. Not that I subscribe to black, we'll come to that another conversation. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) it's, um, so the main reason is about Everybody wants to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care who you are, but you want, I think you want to be understood. Mm-hmm. So I, it's important for any community, but in particular ours, in terms of if we of um, African, African-Caribbean and that diaspora. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's in, a simple, in the simplest way, it's about survival. Mm-hmm. So to, to, to avoid erasure and to be starved out, you have to be represented. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, what kind of representation do you, do you want? want? So I'm going to take it back quickly and then we can do all of those. So bear with me. So my, I wrote down here, um, representation is important because it gives us strength. Mm-hmm. It gives us purpose mm-hmm. and confidence and pride. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And in, in, if you have, I, if you can identify with what's relatable and what's on screen, then it gives, and with the shared experiences, it gives you that suit of armour. Yeah. I always, I don't, I'm not even religious, but for some reason I keep thinking of Samson, keeps coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. So Samson's locks were cut, mm-hmm. his strength was gone. Mm-hmm. And that was his source of pride and strength. So that's how I see it, in, especially in our communities and stuff. And, and actually other communities, I mean, there's other people, I, I cringe when you've just got someone, Chinese person and Far East Asian person running a restaurant. You've mm-hmm. only got that. Um, South Asian doctor, yeah, yeah. these kind of things. But, you know, we're talking about our experiences and, and separate struggles. So personally, you have a range of programming. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you need, like consequential awareness. We would, there's a debate about Top Boy, but at least it shows consequential awareness. Yeah. There's things like that. Voices, but when you don't hear, you have the same voices all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's a, again, I always say, as Chimamanda Adichie says, the you know, days of a single narrative is always dangerous. Mm-hmm. And can be used dangerously, Mr. Trump and others, <laughs> uh, enablers. So if there's no representation and there's only stereotypes, that breeds the ignorance, mm-hmm. that breeds the fear that we have. 
a lot of confusion that doesn't seem to change. I'm uh, I'm 41 and our elders tell us the same stories. So someone said it's not history that repeats itself, it's the actions. Mm -hmm. So this is another reason just to, I think it's a divide and conquer thing that Mm -hmm. maintains. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have representation and a a diversity of representation, you carry worlds within you and expertise within you, Mm -hmm. range of tastes and interests that should be reflected. And everyone's got their separate tastes, but it's, it's dangerous when it's not. Um, shown yeah. so um yeah continued qualization of the mind erasure is dangerous as i said before enables our extinction it we are also enabling our extinction get to that in some some of the reality tv we'll talk about that in a moment <laughs> it's I, I can't i can't my blood pressure no, it's just, <laughs> yeah it's all right it's all right so i go back it's about survival yeah um no community and no one wants to be hated but we are always scapegoated and i think mm. it's because it's a weird thing. Again, I'll boil it down to survival. I think our greatness is undeniable. So if you give us so much screen time, mm-hmm. we will dominate. God, yeah, and I, we I, dominate everything. We, we dominate with, and without with, with so little. This is the thing. With so little mm. exposure, with so little power, with mm. so little um, uh, c- control, mm. I'll say there is still that influence. So it's like, if they have this much and we're trampling on them, literally, and we're making it difficult and they're going through the worst and they're still shining like this, oh, they, they know, our, they know exactly. our greatness and our strengths and our power more than we do. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's, I don't think it's an issue of, I think it's actually understandable mm-hmm. Each country wants to survive. Mm-hmm. So in any sector, we're focusing on media, but it's kind of understandable. Yeah. There's going to be a quota. Mm-hmm. It's just facts, yeah. isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it? There's a limited resource. So um, what I wanted to do is focus on from, a, from the commissioner's perspective. Mm-hmm. So the people who are actually greenlighting the projects that you see on all small and big screens, they've got limited budget. Mm-hmm. They've got fierce competition Mm -hmm. you've got different kinds of platforms we'll like explain in a minute and they want your eyeballs Mm -hmm. but mainly they want your pockets because it's advertising revenue you know whether your license fee like the bbc we're talking about uk market the bbc or whether you're not you're streaming paper demand Mm -hmm. so it's understandable so we try and give some bear in mind that the commissioners also have a tough job but there's repeat content that is lazy mm-hmm. and there's no excuse mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. I have not watched Love Island. I have not watched Big Brother since the first season. Yeah. I've never worked in entertainment because I don't think it takes to my spirit. Right. They might not even want me. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, a little bit goes a long way. But I think it's you, you go to where you're suited. But there's a place for it. Mm-hmm. It's such a demanding, spirit-crushing world. Mm-hmm. Escapism... And distraction media, I get why. So that perspective. So just quickly about the platforms, there's the terrestrial channels. Okay. You know, but the people that don't know, there's UK terrestrial channels, BBC, which has got BBC worldwide. They've got assets across the world. ITV, um, another, and that's advertising. Channel 4 is advertising, but it's got a different remit. 
BBC and ITV and Channel 4 may, all make amazing scripted drama mm-hmm. as well. But um, ITV's got the adverts, so it's Channel 4. Then you've got um, Channel 5. Um, I should say more about Channel 5. I about Channel 5. This is, this is the thing. Do you know what? I actually forgot about them. Do you know what? Let me think about it. Let, we, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a player in its own right. right. Okay, one programme that's amazing on there is Ben Fogel's Adventures, but that's something else. We'll talk about it. So Satellite and Digital Cable is another platform. You've got your, um, you've got your HBO, you've got your Showtime, yeah. you've got your Netflix streaming channels, mm-hmm. of course. Amazon Prime, the Amazon other things. Amazon Prime, and Disney's come in now and with their... With their everything. Yeah, with their everything. The Disney, 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 just research Disney <laughs> subsidiary companies. Disney owns yeah. a lot, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's, be, it's, it's, it's not just Mickey Mouse, yeah? Mm-hmm. They, they know about that's their the, money. That, that, that's their distraction. <laughs> yes, yeah? Okay, just like, that's, that's a proper player. Mm-hmm. So research that. Anyone who wants to get into this um, industry and then of course don't forget types of media print media the broadsheets and the tabloids you've got the digital like BBC3 they've all got like YouTube channels mm-hmm. on YouTube sorry the episodes you've got the broadcast which is my background TV and radio and then you've got the film the theatrical releases and such and then you've got gaming and mm-hmm. then you've got that. that's some there's a whole load yeah. of other things like proliferation of things and then you've got the categories and the genres, which we can go into later and talk about. But mm-hmm. mainly scripted drama, news, commentary, social commentary, stuff like that, including like um, Advice with Alex, that kind of stuff, commentary <laughs> as well. Always tune in and subscribe. Yeah. Entertainment, comedy, factual, reality TV, lifestyle, sports, arts, children's and, and soap and serial dramas. Mm. And those are the main, that's the main gist of things. So to, I wanted to give people a kind of like that first, yes, the bones yes, of it before yes. we get involved yes. in what's stagnant, what's not. <laughs> no, that's good. And because there's even certain things that I didn't know and I'd like to think I'm kind of versed. No one knows everything. Yeah. I'm learning from you. <laughs> and, you know, comment below people as well. <laughs> yeah, Learning that's from true. each other. That's true. that's true. So I can't remember the questions you asked me. So I asked you mm. about representation so black yes. representation in media do yes. you think that it's progressed do you think it's regressed do you think it's been stagnant and what can people do in order to get in okay it's increased but it advertising right. is another platform okay. i knew i forgot something the reason why i listed those yes. is that i see the representation different okay. in those different platforms okay so scripted drama I love watching a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So for me, the big hitters, I'm going for quality content. Right. Idris Elba as Luther. Yes. Yes. Scripted drama. That man, people globally talk about that and that's talent and that's a whole load of things. He's the lead protagonist Mm -hmm. in what's five or six series or seasons. Yeah. It's solid. And it's still good. And it's It's still still good. good. He, he, that's on lock on there. That's one so we talk about the positive. Let's say positive first of all. What other ones are we talking about? Um, we've got Top Boy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, what's it called? That's, I know it's 196 countries and Netflix and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As, as I said and earlier. it's still it's, trending at number one for for a, while, for a couple of weeks. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And, but, I'm only four episodes in. And what I want to know what you think about it. Right. But at least my thing is that in terms of representation, mm-hmm. there's a different kind. Right. And I'd... Beyond the obvious sports, beyond the arts, the obvious stuff. Yeah. I always want to talk about that kind of stuff 
the media, the gaming, I don't know too much about, but it's the type of representation. Right. For me, I think there's, they've, they've, it's come on leaps and bounds in terms of scripted drama. Mm-hmm. There's more, there, there's more risks taken in the writing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just talk about UK, a lot of stuff, if you say like Issa Rae, you've got Shonda Rhimes, yeah. but these are, you know, across the channel with um, Oyibo, UK people, basically, with their alliances, mm-hmm. US and Europe. Yeah. But they will have the UK talent. Right. So you have that kind of two-way exchange and creative exchange. So it's it's positive because they've got, there's risk-taking in the writing, mm-hmm. in the production, off and on screen. Black, Black Panther, if you want to say that. But in terms of local talent, you should it should be grown here. Yeah. I don't think it's grown enough. Famalam actually laughed. Yeah. I watched one episode and I was like, and then I gave it a chance. I was distracted by a toddler. And then I watched it. And there was a <laughs> there was a Jesus, there was a black Jesus episode. And I was like, oh. Yeah. There was risk. There, it was There was risk, yeah. There was risk yeah, taken, yeah. you know, that could have got a lot of backlash, but it was well done. Mm-hmm. It was quality output. Um nothing is coming to mind. There's lots of stuff if you go looking for it. Mm. My point is you shouldn't have to go Look, looking right, for okay. it. I will look for stuff because mm-hmm. I know that there are a lot of people working hard to, put their to content, get this yeah. out there yeah. in the mainstream and independently. So there is stuff if you look for it. It might not be on prime time, mm-hmm. but sometimes you shouldn't have to think hard to remember. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people only remembering quality stuff the real McCoy, Desmond's, they were amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but you shouldn't have to think hard yeah. about it. And it should be beyond. And, you know, it's not playing the race card because it's not... An, people are saying, I play the race card, okay. But if you're only doing lip service and you're only kind of showing us in a criminal light, mm-hmm. in a sexual sexualized mm-hmm. light... How, how much twerking do we have to see? Ah! It's like it's like buttocks, yash, yeah. recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're recognizing that before yeah. we're recognizing face. Yeah. There is talent and quality out there, and people are trying, but the competition is hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't even blame them, but I'm still it's mainstream. That's we're what not consistently in the mainstream, right? And this is this is. I, I made this point um, a couple of podcasts ago, actually, and I said that you know. For example, with Black British podcasts, I said there's not enough. Even if it feels like there are many, mm. there aren't because there's not enough of us being pushed to the forefront. So until they're, you know, on mainstream media, we're also being recognised for our podcasts and our creative contributions. Mm. For as long as that's not taking place, then there's not enough of us, clearly. Mm. There needs to be more of us coming into the pipeline because not everybody's going to... Everyone that comes in, everyone that enters this race is not going to finish it. Mm. Exactly. Some, not everyone's a strong swimmer. Not every. Yeah. Well, you might not, you might even find out that, you know what, racing is not even for me. How about that? I need to be on the sidelines giving people water. Oh, I need to. Oh, let's, let's let, no, 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 no. Let's continue. Let's brainstorm this um, water analogy. Because right. when you said that, in my head, right, what just came to mind is, you know, when you're saying, um, don't rock the boat. We're yes. talking earlier about yes, don't rock yeah. the boat. Okay. We'll keep the, the water analogy. Okay. okay. For example, for me, maybe it's because how we are wired. You're saying about, for me, I don't even like the term black. Mm-hmm. It limits, it's a construct, mm-hmm. it limits mm-hmm. us. Because it means that, for me, 
I know someone said to me, oh, it's Black History Month. I was like, what's this black business? But they said, well, it's a unifying term. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you're in a boat. You're out. You'd be cast out. Mm -hmm. It's a rescue boat. Yeah. yeah? So I'm thinking you're all in this boat. You don't want to rock it. Everyone wants to survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're in this black boat. Whatever. Okay. For me, I'm like thinking, if you just stepped out, Mm -hmm. someone's going to try and get to land, find shore. Okay. Good to you. You could step out. Maybe it's not that deep the water. Mm-hmm. You could probably walk to that shore. Yeah. So you're there in that boat. What are mm-hmm. you going to eat? How are you going to help each other? Yeah. There's, I'm saying there's different frames of mind. Mm-hmm. You could actually be strong mm-hmm. and make it to shore. Or you work together, lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I've run out of um, water analogies now. <laughs> <laughs> but you could help I each other. I see what you mean, have, uh, us being a, a collective and yeah. kind of helping ourselves to move move forward or in each in each way possible yes. so everybody kind of identifying their strengths so you you're strong get out yeah. of the boat and help push it or yeah. you know you are good at direction you tell us how close we are or something that's that's essentially exactly. what we need to do so when i think of the term black i'm not using it as a segregation method mm. i'm using it because even if i say I don't see colour or I don't, you know, black doesn't define me. As much as I can sit here and say that, I know that that's still how the world sees me. So I feel like it would be ignorant of me for me to strip myself of that Mm. at this point because I still have to be aware. You know, Mm. like you don't have to care how people see you, but have to be aware of it so that Mm. you know how to navigate yourself in interactions with such people. And I'm not saying that every time you go and you meet somebody, it's your job to yeah. break down negative stereotypes of black people because yes. that's training and that's not what we're here to do. Mm. You know, there's Google, go and research mm. our history and so on and so forth. But I, I feel like we need to be aware that there is this black label on us. So even they can see us from afar in this black boat mm. and it says black on the outside. And the, the the boat is painted black, but yeah. we, we we don't see that. No, we, we I feel like we have to see that. Yeah. And um, we have to see each other. We have to see, and that's where the divide is. The fact that everybody seems to be going through a struggle individually, but we mm. don't realise that if I'm struggling, there must be somebody else out here struggling yeah. as well and kind of building networks that way. There's a very much a divide and competition between everybody. And I'm, I'm tired of it. But it's also, I mean, uh, you're totally right. And there's different layers to this. But it's, it's okay, the reason why I'm uncomfortable with the term, mm-hmm. because it, it, it permeates everything, yeah. including media. My thing is, mm-hmm. is that your hand, my skin tone, mm-hmm. both of us is not black. Mm-hmm. I don't even like the term white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people nobody use really is, white yes. and black. Yes. So there's that. But in between, there's, there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. So... The one that I makes me laugh is calling together. It's just lumbered together. The one that makes me laugh is calling um Asians yellow, but it's fine. Listen, <laughs> it's, a, it's a proper that vexes me so deeply. And and what's called? Don't even get me started on on yellow for and uh, anyone who's light skin and it's red skin and, and red and, this, and, and this, yeah, all this kind of nonsense. And so the term was like, I don't care if you're white, green, black, or green or yellow. I love everybody. I don't. Mm-hmm. Stop it, yeah. and then and then there's separate like race of people. But another thing I need to um, get someone to explain to me about about race of people, mm-hmm. but because of their faith. But it, I'm just like saying it's a kind of blinded, it's a peripheral thing mm-hmm. when it comes to whatever's fine is okay. Yeah. For example, differences. Understand? Yeah. It's the UK 
US, you've got different dialects and languages, but that's still okay. Mm-hmm. So you can extend it yeah. to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm just like talking to the, the non the non-lateral, the non-inclusive minded mm-hmm. people who are the gatekeepers of power, commissioning, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. There are some good, hardworking people in there that just are open to it. But it's about merit. It's about quality storytelling. Mm-hmm. What can stand the test of time? Yeah. What's universal? Yeah. I get all of that. But it's also, I just don't like the, the ad, going back to the advertising right. thing. For example, whenever there is some sort of nonsense bait, I'll tell you what's, in terms of what's media... What's nonsense bait? I just moved it up. It's just... <laughs> so basically... Nonsense. I'm tired, so I'm mashing up words. It's Sorry. Fine. So basically, I'm it's not. I'm nonsense. sure it means something. Yeah, it means something to me. It's basically I don't see it as a nonsense. I see it as a nonsense when there's race baiting mm-hmm. campaigns, okay, advertising campaigns, whatever. Um, right. Recent designer for a the the green hoodie with the young boy from H and M. Okay, yeah. the, but they let me come in. Stuff the black brainstorming and stuff okay. like that. Every single. Ad space, from development to the billboard, mm-hmm. is calculated to the penny. Mm-hmm. This You are just feeding them free advertising. Mm-hmm. Do not think it is an accident. And it's just, I, I like people educating each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you put your energy into fueling the, people that. People put their energy the, to the wrong thing. To the wrong thing. This is what I'm talking about. So that is what is stagnating mm-hmm. for me. Because it's a repeat toxic process of mm. but I get it you haven't got control in one side of things you're not being heard in that mm-hmm. you're not being seen there mm-hmm. you're not being reflected there let me give my power by trolling or fueling the clickbait that's all it's coming out of your pocket Yeah. another advertising thing I've never seen so many different shades of skin tones for the there was a recent pension advertising okay and it was literally, sometimes, oh, they need a bit of a top-up in their funds. Mm. They're coming to us. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that, depending where you look, if you look, there's quality content out there. Mm-hmm. And change your, your viewing diet. Because we're out there Ooh. in all forms. You don't have to be force-fed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different menus. But on the other hand, <laughs> there's different menus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've got an analogy for that as well. Yeah. But, on the other hand, advertising, news, really, there's no other people using knives to kill each other, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm saying that's stagnating. Mm-hmm. That platform, that news, it's a soft power. Mm. Advertising, news, soft power. Mm-hmm. Because the conditioning that is in that is next level. Because I'm just thinking, you, me... Um, what's it called? The amazing guy who's running this um, Vix Mix studio. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Yeah? There's businesses. Yeah. There's stuff that's going yeah. on. It's not being shown. Mm-hmm. I do not need to see it. Mr. Alan Sugar. Please, 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 please. Yeah? You are running. I'm, I'm glad you've had your successes. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I love watching The Apprentice. I haven't seen it in a long time, but mm-hmm. I'll watch highlights. Right. And it is perfect to show how it is. African man of descent in a suit is sidelined. You're not heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk for yourself. Sometimes you're not heard. Mm-hmm. It's on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good reflection of how spaces are. Yeah, look at the Diane women. Abbott. Diane Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe. It's okay. 
Your <laughs> butler being seen as a cleaner, it doesn't surprise you mm-hmm. and me, does it? Mm-hmm. Because it's not that they didn't. It's just that we're intimidating. Mm-hmm. Our greatness is intimidating, mm-hmm. but it's on purpose to wear us down. Yeah. Like the Brexhaustion. Like the Brexit. It's where, it's where people down yeah. and distract us To the point where whatever deal you get, you're just happy with it. And it's like, okay, even if there's no deal, whatever, let's just go through with this thing. And that, ladies and gentlemen and viewer, is also a very good analogy for the kind of parts you get offered, mm. whether it's on screen or off screen. Oh, okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. I've worked so hard. I've got their attention. I'm getting so many rejections. Mm. I've got this part. Let me just get involved. Yeah. I'll just take it. It's not yeah. where I want to be, but yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But at the same time, what are you willing to compromise mm-hmm. to take that? But at the same, what do you want? I worked in loads of. Can you say jobs. that again? What do what you do you want? want? What do you want? Yeah. Who do you see that you're thinking? Um, okay, I love where they're at, mm-hmm. male or female. Mm-hmm. I love where they're at, and what do they do to get that? Mm-hmm. And also it might, it's never going to, it might not be a straight path. All this mm. glamour, glamour you're seeing. Okay. You're seeing people twerking. You're seeing people doing their pecs. You're seeing Stormzy. You're seeing Steph London. All of these people who I'm sure work hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what do they do to get there mm. and be ready to graft mm-hmm. because there's not enough space. Whether you're thinking is, oh, it's this, oh, it's this. Don't complain. It's hard work. Mm. But I'm just like, Yes, it's it's um, that's enough. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, um, there's there's a lot of things that you that you said there, and I I want to kind of bounce off of that mm. idea that not everything that you're offered is something that you should take, because, and and I understand why people want to take things because I feel like okay, I've been working hard enough, mm. no one's listening to me, I'm not getting what I think I deserve, but. It's, and this is the thing, us being humans and being selfish, of course, we sometimes our value, the value that we have of ourselves and our market value isn't aligned. Mm. So it's mm. understanding where you are in the market. Mm. And, you know, the whole like Monique debate when she went to Netflix and asked for a certain amount of money and they didn't give it to her because of blah, blah, blah. And she was trying to argue. She didn't quite understand her place in the market at that time. And mm. I think a lot of people need to understand where they are in the market right now. And it's just like when you go for a job interview, you ask your boss for a raise and they Mm. say to you, right now, I can't give you the raise. You either sit there and you get upset saying, Mm. you know, I, but I demand, or you ask your boss, okay, you don't want to give me more money now, but what can I do to get more money? Mm. You know? And if that, those, that proposition is in line with who you are as a person, you say, okay, yeah, cool, fine. I'm happy to do that. Mm. Let's review and then you can pay me more money. Mm. But, then there's other people who, what your boss has asked you to do, you know, it will make you cringe every morning. Whenever you wake up in the morning, like you're going to have like night terrors thinking about going into work the next day doing what you're doing. But it's like, oh, but I need more money. And a lot of people sell themselves out and sell themselves short. And you'll see a lot of people doing crazy things on the internet. You're like, I know this person. <laughs> I know that deep down what you're doing does not make any sense. You don't want to do it. This isn't you, but you're you're doing this in order to get attention or... Um, or or to generate money because you think that that's what your your worth is and mm. you're worth more than that. So that's why we see a lot of... And I don't want to knock anybody because I can understand why people do things, but I think maybe, you know, even me doing the podcast now, maybe if I'd done it five years ago and I, I had certain opportunities come my way, I might have sold myself short. <laughs> I might have sold myself short because I wasn't necessarily comfortable or... or 
I wasn't sure of who I was then. But now it's very easy for me to tell you, no, I'm not doing that. I don't care how much you pay me. <laughs> I'm not doing uh, do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's people going back to, again, asking themselves, what do you want? What do you need? What makes you feel comfortable? What doesn't make you feel comfortable? Why doesn't it make... You know, asking yourselves all these questions before you go ahead and you say, you say yes, and you sit there in a room or in a space surrounded by people thinking, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing what I'm doing, you know? That person that gets up and they quit their job, they're like, you know what? This space doesn't make sense for me. I'm not going to be here anymore. You guys can do what you're doing. You can even double my pay. I'm not going to take it. And I'm very happy personally that I'm not faced by money in that sense you're not gonna you can't buy me you can't you can't yeah so I, I wish more people like will and I know people will get to that stage yes. um and again I don't judge anybody who isn't at that stage I understand that bills are very real yes and people have got children and people want to progress and, and have nice things in life um but even when people kind of start to make money they lose sight of how to stay there because it's you spend all this time. You or you want to get this money. You finally got your first however many thousands or whatever. What's the first thing that people go and do? Blow it. Spend it on things that don't make any sense. Because you didn't have it beforehand. Because and I we're get worth that. It. It's because they're worth it. I That's get yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. But okay, because you're worth it, but are those things really worth you spending that money. You gotta know who you oh, are. Yeah. You gotta know who you are. Okay. The thing is, there's that's like a wealth of stuff, mm-hmm. and we can come at different angles. Yeah, of course. So yeah. we're gonna share with our, our experience. Okay. We are both working women with hard work ethics. Mm-hmm. We've been we've got a strong work ethic. So that goes back to that is very good asset mm-hmm. to have. People have such low expectations about their workforce in this country. Mm. Like, honestly. So, um, the whole Brexit, the whole Brexit thing, we're not going into now, but it gives you a good insight into what's been that whole kind of, there's a, the, the transport for London thing. Mind the gap. Please, mind the gap between what is said and what is done. Mm. For example, whether it's what your parents are telling you what your peers are telling you mm-hmm. and what you are telling yourself. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that whole kind of thing of um, status anxiety, mm-hmm. that pressure, and it's not easy because mm-hmm. you're, finish your books, yeah. graduate, get in there, and all of a sudden you stop. There's a stillness, like like you said, yeah. don't want to be there. Yeah, Totally understandable. But if you want to be making the money, make your money. Mm-hmm. I'm different. Mm-hmm. I have... You know, I try kind of go easy. My thing was, I honestly, back home, I was raised in Lagos. I literally, in village, but mainly in Lagos. And I was, my nickname was Square Eyes because I was put in front of the TV mm. and I swear down, that's probably why I have so much of that in my head. But it, it ended it, up there. Yeah, it helped you to aligned your... It's true. Your path. It's true. So I think I have a feeling it's it's led to that. But some, but I've never been raised on money. Mm. With, sorry, with um kind of materialistic. Yeah. I think that's my essence anyway. But it's you're also we're also part of a family. Mm-hmm. So you're not not born to serve family, but you are in a way. Yeah. As so, as African and, as, and, and you know, as an African woman, yes. So, you are, yeah. So 
for my trailer, for that all comes together as one mass mm-hmm. and has stayed. So going back to the Brexit, the labour market and all these kind of things, mm-hmm. when people are like, they might want to do that and it's nothing to do with what makes money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you know your worth, mm-hmm. worth being your strengths, mm-hmm. you make someone laugh, mm-hmm. you're good at logistics, you're mm-hmm. a great engineer, mm-hmm. anything like that, there's your passion. You could be the only person in that field, in that city, village that does that. Mm-hmm. You know your worth. You can dictate what you get. Yeah. Because if you become an asset, mm-hmm. they need you yeah. more than you need them. Yeah. So there's there's ways, but at the same time, there's not a fixed path of getting there. Mm-hmm. And there's not a shortcut or predetermined time. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing is a lot of hard work from these different people. Whether they've had to sell a little bit of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? But um, and I'm I'm not here to judge anybody that has. I understand why people. I'm judging. Yeah, well, you're judging. I'm I'm fully judging. <laughs> judging. I'm, I'm joking. Obviously, <laughs> joking. And I, I understand why people do what they do. And you know, again, being an asset in this day and age, sometimes it's hard to continue to, to with that mind frame because there are places where people can kind of sell themselves short and then start to make money and you might feel like even though you're trailblazing you can't see that you're doing that mm. um and you know it's like oh you know people that came up during my time or came up after me and this is where they are and that's what that person is doing but it's all about short term so mm. many people are just in things for short term and they want short term gain and um not thinking about you know in five years from now what mm. could this be doing or in 10 years time what could this be doing and what could I you know thinking of longevity mm. I think longevity is not something that people are faced by anymore it's like mm. now what can I do now mm. I want to be I want to be a star overnight I want to get this job yeah. overnight I want to be at the top overnight I, mm. everything has to happen now 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 and I get and like I said people have got bills, bills to pay mm. I understand mm. but um, yeah I think I, I'm, I'm at this stage in my life where I'm like, you know what? I don't mind changing things or doing something different if I'm going to benefit from it in five years' time. And and why the hell not? Okay, so my thing is, is that we talk. I'd love to hear about what mm-hmm. you want in this. Mm-hmm. But going back to representation yeah. from people like us, I might not have even got in got my first job out of uni mm-hmm. because I my hair was relaxed mm-hmm. back then mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I had I've got locks now mm-hmm. and that's literally not a religious thing that's because of convenience after having a toddler yeah. I, but I miss my afro mm-hmm. so I'm just I think would I have got the jobs I had if I had an afro mm-hmm. so there's one thing saying so we're talking about what did you have to compromise I didn't actually have to compromise, but I'm realizing, hold on, would the path have been the same mm. if I was myself? Right. If I was fully, fully black, mm-hmm. you know, black and black, black, sorry, mm. I had to do that. And then it's it's not an easy thing, but I, I honestly do believe if you've got, it starts from encouragement. If you've got people around you, we are very strong minded people. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're wrong or strong and whether we've determined, it's a blessing and a curse, but if you've got people around you to, pursue your interests nothing's impossible and that is another reason why it's very important to have that representation on screen mm. because you know that audacity of hope that Obama talked about 
nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a good, you know, um, inspiration in itself. But it's not an easy road. No. You know, but I, I did loads of different things and then found out what I liked mm-hmm. and what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. But those things like doing temp jobs in corporate workplaces in a in a in a straight jacket, I mean suit. <laughs> but I call it a straight jacket because you're seeing people there and they're not happy. They're not happy. Yeah. And now he's just happy and now I run my own business with my with my husband. Yeah. So it's you have to go through all of that to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like saying people, just know what you want, but understand. Go with this. Because you never know who you might meet. On the way, yeah. As well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the other thing as well. Um, as much as there are bills to pay, you know, not everything, not every exchange is going to be of monetary value. Some people are going to give you their knowledge. Some people are going to give you experience. Some people are going to give you contacts. You know, some people are going to lend their time. Whatever it is, like, all of these things are valuable to you. Big spiritual reward. And that will put you in good stead. Yeah. Because there's some fuckery ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Believe there's Wahala ahead. That is all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to talk about your attire, which is very, very beautiful. And talk about quote unquote cultural appropriation. So okay. I'm gonna um it's funny this because in my mind, maybe it's ignorance, but the way that cultural appropriation is being presented to me, from what I understand of it today, is somebody who's not of that culture, for example, wearing that attire and mm-hmm. that gets branded as cultural appropriation. So I don't know, if I was to wear sari today, um for whatever reason, that might be branded as cultural appropriation. But what I thought cultural appropriation was, you know, you taking something from a culture but not giving credit back to that particular culture mm, and kind of making it seem like that was your own, you know, idea. Mm. So Bantu knots, I don't know what they're calling it these days. You know, these these Kardashians or whatever, they do something that we that is staple for us. Mm. And all of a sudden they're trailblazers, they're changing yeah. fashion, they're changing whatever. So that's what I thought cultural appropriation was. So I just wanted to ask, <laughs> ask you. That's my reaction. How do you feel about other cultures wearing another culture's attire, in particular mm. um, white people wearing? So how would you feel about seeing a white man or woman in traditional African attire? Okay. Right, I, I can't help but be honest. I yeah. think I'm just going to give you a kind of timeline of my experience okay. and just there's some things I don't know, there's some things I feel mm-hmm. and I haven't fully understood yet. So my background, just very briefly, I was born in Nigeria mm-hmm. as my mother was, but my mother remarried mm-hmm. a Caucasian man, mm-hmm. father. So we call him Oibo in yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's like, he's been um, looking after me being my father and responsibility for about 38 years. Yeah. And he's just like an honorary. So I had a trad wedding, mm-hmm. an SN wedding a ceremony and a West, Western registry of this one. Mm-hmm. But we had a big old proper, the tra- trad traditional ceremony yeah. here. So he wore the attire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had, I had my, my, my um, red wrapper, the coral beads, everything mm-hmm. ancestral passed on. But he wore, not Agbada, but wore a simple one. My, my husband chose the Royal Brocade Blue. Okay. So he's, the, all the men mm-hmm. and my brother wore that 
And so he did. So that is an extension and just a showing of who we are, I think, generally as a people. Mm-hmm. We are welcoming. Yeah. So that's the that's the welcoming, blessed side mm-hmm. of families. So and it's um I see nothing wrong with that. Where it's a backhand compliment. No, back backhand <laughs> kick to the throat okay. insult is when that welcoming is taken, like you said, mm-hmm. and sold back to us. Taken, mm. re, just taken over. And repackaged. We fully repackaging, <laughs> yeah. Uh, show this, show this, dash that, yeah. And then dilute and then sold back. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get into that in another Like the film. hair bonnet. I think hair bonnets are being so. Uh, I think a couple of months ago, there was a white woman who she's selling like luxury hair bonnets okay. for like hundreds of dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And people are like, the bonnet, yeah, like, but as oh. in, they wear to go to bed, like on your head. Yes. People like they, they get from this is in America that you get from the dollar store or whatever. Yeah. And people are like, you're, you're mad, like, you're actually mad. <laughs> you're mad. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, now. This is another side. So, what makes Sorry, me uncomfortable? I just no, that in. no, no. It's the reason why I'm uncomfortable. It's like I think there's so many truths and histories that are buried because so we don't know mm-hmm. what came from day dot. Yeah. So on, that's my experience. So I, I asked my friend, a queer. So I'm going to do a quick plug if you don't mind. Yeah. She's the lady that repurposed this top mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So my friend bought me this. I put on weight. Mm-hmm. She repurposed this mm-hmm. as Black as Love. Look her up. Mm-hmm. So I asked her because I didn't know about, because there's prints, cloths, because you know our people, we, whatever we touch, we turn to gold. Yeah. So we add flavour to anything. Mm-hmm. But we know there's some things that's like, that doesn't look like African print. What mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. Swiss voile. Yes. We wear gele. Yes. It it's says not, all yes. the print on yeah. this. Okay, this is not real kente cloth. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law gave me this. It's obviously not the real kente. Mm-hmm. That's expensive, but it's expensive for a reason. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to tell you what Akria Officer Hennis said. She, I asked her, um, what are the origins mm-hmm. of, um, what's it called? Print like this, basically, under, un, these are Andrika signs on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, sorry, uh, West African, Ghanaian very symbolic ancient signs that have their own specific meaning. But underneath, she said, this is kind of, you can't probably see it, but underneath is batik. Mm -hmm. And Mm tie-dye, which is um, Java, Indonesian Mm -hmm. uh, fabric. So she said in colonial times, Mm -hmm. I'm plagiarising, she said it much more um, articulate than I am, but basically she said in colonial times, I think it was the British and the Dutch Mm -hmm. (laughs) took Javanese prints, mm-hmm. reworked it, mm-hmm. went to take it back to them. Javanese just rebuked it. Yeah. They said, we don't like it. We don't it. want this, yeah. Return to sender. Yeah. She didn't laugh, sorry. <laughs> Return to sender. So the, the colonisers went to their African colonies mm-hmm. and sold it, for cheap, sold it cheaper to African mm-hmm. hawkers. They of course, put their imprint yeah. and ancestral stuff, their flavour, like the West Africans yeah. did on the 
and Rikasai, but we put our own things. But if you look at them, and then so it's and they the African um, people merchant like going on came to UK and would buy as well. Mm -hmm. So if you go to places like um, what's it called East London, mm -hmm. Petticoat Lane, Peckham South London, all these different places, you know where like Liverpool where you go Street, to Liverpool Street. Yeah. So where would, I went to look for, you know, it's like Little Africa, basically West Africa. You went to find these different things. You'd ask the seller for a certain fabric. Mm -hmm. And then she'll go, wait, please. And she'll go out. And I don't, forgive me, I don't, with respect, I don't know the um, heritage of the sellers. But I think it was either Arabic or Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. And they own most of this. Yeah. And they organise it. Now, listen. What is, it's nobody's business. If you don't lock down and take ownership of this unofficial trademark, mm. That you are selling, just look look at us, we're rocking it. Look yeah. good, damn, fine packaging. If you don't have ownership of this, mm. it's an unofficial trademark. You cannot complain and flap your gums when somebody else locks down your business and monopolizes it. Mm. So that's one thing. So culture appropriation, yes, in terms of attire, mm -hmm. I'm I'm conflicted. But there's you can't own what wasn't yours way back. Okay. But at the same time, there's other stuff. I'm sure we don't know about mm -hmm. yet. We pioneered. Mm. But are, are we going to copyright trousers and pants? What, what, <laughs> what, what are we going to do? What's next? So, Akria, the main thing that I agree with, Akria made a very good point and very wise lady. She said the cultural appropriation that she's most concerned about is the stealing of our resources. And I agree with her. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that that's not that's not even an argument or a debate, is it? It isn't. It isn't. And again, going back to what you said when you talked about, you know, people being outraged by things, blackface, you know, don't buy from Gucci, blah 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 blah, and you know, people go on to boycott this, boycott this, Twitter rants, whatever. Mm. Yeah, for two minutes because you're gonna. Well, the H and M thing, I I still I that did not phase me. I still continue to shop in H and M because that was not gonna stop me from shopping from shopping there. She's it wasn't. Honest. She's it honest. Wasn't, it, but it wasn't. Mm. Um, in in all honesty, because if you sit down and you do the research of majority of these brands, you're going to find the same result in all of them. That's mm -hmm. for one. Mm. And I need to buy clothes. Like I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cannot walk around in their clothes. I can't walk around. I need. Yeah, I need to. Like, I don't want to bring shame. So yeah, I need to buy clothes from somewhere. <laughs> That's one thing. But it's the, true. the other thing is this. Like you said, it is strategic. They know that outrage sells mm -hmm. um, to 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 their target consumer. Mm. At the end of the day, we're not their target. For a lot of these high-end brands, we're not their target consumer. They're interested in our pocket, yeah. not us. Yeah. On the whole, yeah. please, yeah, do your own thing. Support, support, support who you like. Yeah. It's not by force just to only buy this. You can yeah. mix and swagger anything, but at yeah. least there's. If you're going to be spending so much money, expand your horizons. There's people. There's so many different types of brands. What did you say? You said change your diet. I like that. Oh, yeah. oh, something that came to mind earlier was basically, I just, that term, we're force-fed, we're force-fed yeah. this TV diet. Okay, so for example, you go into any restaurant, there's a standard menu, mm -hmm. the one that they like, the, the public, and the one they have with their friends at the back. Mm. Okay, so the one that you have for the public, it's a TV menu, the same standard meals, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's the same ingredients. You travel anywhere, same ingredients. They're doing it in their way. Yeah. It's like how we wear our tire. It's not the just the fabric. It's the way we wear it. We yeah. wear wrapper. If you go to one village, you wear wrapper on this side. You tie this side. Mm-hmm. Another one, you tie this side. Mm-hmm. Buba, different way. Mm-hmm. Gele, different styles. Yeah. The hairstyles, different way. So you go to eat. It's done with different flavor, mm-hmm. isn't it? You always want to taste Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But you're not going to leave one tip. No, you're not going to pay for it. It's not paid. You like Tuesday. Yeah. yeah? Pay full. Yeah. Pay in full. Yeah. Pay us back. Yeah. That's all that I'm asking. Yeah. Go around and support each other. Mm-hmm. But don't I don't like this whole separatist limiting people to you only buy this, you only buy that. We influence each other. We have imaginations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least give credit where it's due. Yeah. You know? That's about it. Yeah. I like to quit what Aquila was saying. I yeah. like that route. I've always wondered about Swiss Val mm. and all those kind of things. But yeah. No, and I think it's really important what you said in terms of let people subscribe to the culture how they see fit. But, but don't thief. But don't steal. Yeah. 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 Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. Because I, because what I was kind of seeing recently was, you know, people saying, for example, that it was it was Indian culture in particular, you know, uh, certain music videos and things like that, people saying that, oh, this was cultural appropriation. I was like, I, I didn't know that. I thought that that was somebody paying homage to that tradition. I didn't mm. think that that was cultural appropriation. Not... not at any point did I think that this person was saying, oh, well, I invented this style or or whatever it was. I don't know. I just think that particularly um, people like to be outraged at the wrong things. They like to misdirect their anger. And I know a lot of people are angry at things and that's fine. Mm. But you need to find out what made you angry and redirect, you know, deal with yeah. that from where it came from. Don't it's true. It's true. navigate it somewhere else because people are angry. People are very angry at the smallest thing. Yeah. At the smallest thing, even like um, the use of the N-word, you know. I, I, don't use, I don't use the N-word. I think it's a disgusting word. I hate it. You're in, a very correct woman. In, in, any, in any way, sense of the firm, a form, whether you use it as a term of endearment, whether you use it as a derogatory term, I just feel like the word should be thrown in the bin, lid on and... Completely, yeah, completely. I don't think anybody should ever use that word. That being said, mm. people still use the word. You know, black people still use the word in songs and whatever. I'll never forget. This was wireless. Mm. I feel like five years ago, five, six years ago, I went to this wireless festival. Festival. And um I had it was a it was a festival, I'll never forget, because I lost everybody that I came with. I was by myself in the crowd. And you, you know what? <laughs> so many, you know what this like? I had lost. And, and you know that the, the reception doesn't work. I don't know what they do, yes. but you can't get hold of anybody. So yes. it's like, you know what? I can sit here and spend the entire time looking for everybody, or I can actually enjoy myself. And I did. I got Good. myself in the midst of everybody and whatever. And I, I remember I was like watching Kanye West. So I was like three or four rows from the front, and he took forever in a day to come outside. So there were they were playing, they had the DJ set. And I remember being surrounded by many, many, many white people. And they were playing songs. And I was looking around me to see, to, to see who would say that word. And everybody was saying it. But why shouldn't they say it? And this is the thing. Why shouldn't they and say it? And this is the though? thing. I thought to myself, I can't go around and say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Put a correction. Can you see me here? I don't want you to say this term because oh. I find it offensive. Does that make sense? When the people who put that music out are very much aware yes. of mm. what they're saying and that their consumers 
are not necessarily of the same demographic as them and therefore they can you know other people can say uh, will, mm. will, will not even can will say it too whether you like it or not okay. because that you, you keep throwing that word out there so before I continue I just want to find out how you feel about the word and I feel like I've already got the gist of how you feel about the word can people be angry no okay no you cannot be angry. Mm-hmm. You cannot be angry over there. You, because it's just, you are... What about if you're What about if you're annoyed, but you're somebody that doesn't say the word? Okay, okay. I, I need to just take this back. Just okay. some quick points. The thing, because I always want to hear people's, this whole reclaiming and taking ownership mm-hmm. and taking the fire out of it. Okay. People so, own the wrong things. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to just like simply say it's very, very, from a, from a neurological point of view, we are habitual in nature. We love our language. Mm-hmm. And even if you wanted to try and correct yourself, if you've been heard, I get why they say N-word with the A. Mm-hmm. Reclaim it back. Mm-hmm. And it's my homies. It's my this, it's my that. Mm-hmm. Everyone follow, follows America. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop culture, rap culture, I understand. Mm-hmm. So they're going to say it a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. That's your own portion. Okay. The thing is about it, it's not even like you're saying my knee. You're saying it sounds exactly like what was done to the people yeah. in your previous life. Whether you believe in Mayafa and the different Holocausts mm-hmm. and the continued execution of your own people, mm-hmm. you are being laughed at. Mm-hmm. I, re- I listened Right, listen, Yasin Bey, I love Yasin Bey. Most deaf, formerly most deaf. Okay, very close friends with Mr. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Love Mr. Chappelle. Mm-hmm. When Mr. Chappelle went to see a whole Auntie Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. rest in power, mm-hmm. the man was like a little boy when she, uh, we talked about, they talked about this. Mm-hmm. He, he even brought, he brought most, he brought Yasin Bey into the conversation. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he, he was like a little boy yeah. in front of Auntie. And he, <laughs> he said, he, most. Mm. Oh, because, you know, this and that. No matter, you didn't have, you couldn't fully explain why. Mm-hmm. It's not ownership. Mm-hmm. It's like the way, the same with the B word, mm-hmm. but it's habitual because it's said all the time. People think I have to replace fine. it. Yeah. So house husbands, they called the men Mitch. Mm-hmm. I replace it the, for women, which mm-hmm. because I know the history mm-hmm. of the breeding in enslavement times, mm-hmm. horrific crimes. You are perpetuating it in language. Mm-hmm. And while you are being laughed at, the rest of us are being laughed at. Mm-hmm. And then another guy, Kendrick Lamar, a God, a bars God for me. Mm-hmm. How are you stopping your bars when a Caucasian girl is singing along with you? Yeah, you, he, I yeah, just, I'll I mean, never this is what that. I'm saying. You're, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense to them, and I'm trying to do it with respect, but our ancestors are really, really brave. Read up. But these are knowledgeable, educated people, and they're still holding ground with these mm-hmm. words. It doesn't hold water for me. Someone mm-hmm. come and explain to me. Maybe I'm not fully understanding your gist and your perspective. We have to learn from each other. Mm-hmm. But it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Mm. Because please, I mean, they could talk about, you know, black consciousness, this, that, and the other, all these people. I know I know there's a lot of distraction media, but they they are rooted 
in a holocaust and you are perpetuating like it's casual. For free. For free. So why are you getting angry? You have What right do you have to get angry when you are using it like full stop? Mm-hmm. You're just <laughs> shelling conversation like full stop, full stop, comma. It's okay. It's just, I haven't got the energy, man. Yeah, that's the thing about it. So whenever I see people get upset all over again because somebody else has you said it. explain it. it. Well, yeah, I don't even understand why people engage. I'm just, there's so many things where it's like you can direct your energy at something else that makes sense. But it goes back to this anger that people have. People are just trying to direct it anywhere. You know, your husband's pissed you off this morning. You went to work, you hate your job. You know, your kids Mm. are getting on your nerves. You can't stand your mother-in-law. Like, you're not happy where you are in life. All these things are pissing you off, right? And instead of you to deal with that, Mm. and I'm not saying direct your anger back at the source or whatever, but deal with it. People are sitting on built-up anger. I'm guilty of this. Like, you sit on built-up anger and you find yourself getting annoyed at somebody that hasn't done anything wrong to you. You're not dealing with something there. So I feel like social media is just filled with people who have this built-up anger. And as soon as there's the smallest trigger, Mm. they just fire everything. That is exactly it. It is is a trigger. Mm -hmm. And they're trigger happy. Mm -hmm with using that word because mm. it's on purpose. Mm. You as a lady who's gone out to, ex- to ex- enjoy a festival mm-hmm. and it's an oppress. you're surrounded by an oppression. They might not realise that you're, mm. they're just created, they've just switched and created a fun environment mm. into a hostile can you, Yeah, can you imagine? I'm like, I was anti, like, a hey, little bit so, anxious. Of like, course. I, I literally surround. I'm That's thinking, one, like and everybody's saying it convention. in everybody. Yeah, everybody's saying it in unison. I'm like, wow. But then, apart, you know, at at that point, I was like, well, what? I think that was the day that I decided within myself, I haven't got the energy to get mm. angry mm. about this issue anymore. I haven't. What's the point? It's a, it's a, it's draining in terms of it has to be explained. But I'm. For explaining and hearing all perspectives so you can get the full truth mm-hmm. and understanding of it. But my thing, the mo- the reason, I'll tell you the root of my annoyance mm-hmm. is that, okay, you're reading old texts in school. Yeah. As a teacher, I noticed this came up, someone, someone's a, a deputy head teacher and we had a massive debate and they didn't, oh yeah, I said the end, I said, he said, I said the N word while reading this old text. Mm-hmm. I said, why didn't you just say the N word? Because those kids, they know the harm it causes. Mm-hmm. You are going to start, kick off an argument. Oh, but but teacher said it in class. Don't pretend you don't know the impact that those kids will say. They won't say N-word. You don't have to say it. Everyone mm-hmm. knows who you're talking about. Don't say that they don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what you're talking about. That, mm-hmm. is, that is inherent in most vocab. Mm-hmm. You hear it all the time. Our teacher said it's all right. It's part of the text. I don't. I don't believe in removing it from the text. You should know. Yeah, yeah. Of that time. Yeah. It's now. I don't even. I think still think it's living history. But there you go. Yeah. But of course, you yeah. will start an argument and bullying, and who's going to end up in a, a, a referral unit? It won't be the one that used it. It will mm-hmm. be and bullying. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this it's a guy. Yeah. It's that serious. Ba-bum. Yeah, I saw this guy <laughs> get fired um, for pulling up somebody for. He was a security guard, and he pulled up. I don't know, one of the students or somebody for calling him the N-word and he got fired. I, I can't remember what it was. He was like, but I'm wait, the victim. He, he got fired. So back man was called the N-word. Trigger. Called on that purpose. Person up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not going to sit here and 
I, I understand that this is a trigger and I understand that it's a very painful word. Do not get me wrong. Um, but as painful as the word is, I just don't agree with repackaging it and trying to, let's use it as a term of endearment. Because if it really was you, supposed to be used as a term of endearment, it would be like, you know, you know, like these country clubs, they, or, or clubs, mm. you know that there's code words that they have amongst those people mm-hmm. and nobody will know mm-hmm. what that word means or exactly. only the people within that club use that word and it never gets out. But because that culture has very much been, it, it's widespread, it's international. Mm-hmm. Now that word is, you know, now the, the door is wide open. So, and what, do you know what I don't understand? It's, I think there's a kind of dual identity or kind of not schizophrenic, it's a serious condition. It's a kind of, um, Identity crisis. Are you telling but you me being bipolar? I think. I think that's. Oh not no, as... I'm, talk, I'm talking about the wording. <laughs> no, I'm but I, wording. Feel, I feel like it's the same thing. That's what I'm. I'm trying to get that in the sense of the word because mm. it almost is this. Happy, this positive word, but negative word in the no, same no, way. I'm, yeah. I'm taking it back. Okay. We. What I said earlier on. We are storytellers mm-hmm. by nature. So, and then just generally outside of our community. We are interacting. You're socially interacting. My thing, from all of the vocabulary, the dropping bars, the genius of rappers and MCs, mm-hmm. you've got a whole, you've got a whole community. You can just shell it spontaneously and without writing it down. Are you telling me you couldn't create your own word in terms of endearment? Mm-hmm. You had to take your your oppressor's word and reclaim that it's not reclaimed yeah. as you said channel your energy better yeah you've got you've, you're you are geniuses and you are masters and mistresses you've got a wide vocab that you've inherited from your masters it's soundbited because people are like that it's there's time constraints people are lazy mm-hmm. we've got worlds of vocabulary and expressions yet here you've got double talking different words that don't mean nothing mm-hmm. and it's about to trip you over mm-hmm. And so, and then you're, you've got all our people using Queen's English better than the Queen. Mm. Yet you have to use that word. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. When we're going back to representation, what what are you having to sell to stay involved? Mm. There's there's be- people the better that can talk about this, but really, is it only the N word? Is it only the B word? Mm. Is it is it only twerking? I think is it twerking really? is really disgusting. <laughs> oh. You know, I looked, I looked at my yash the other day for the first time. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. It's been there for a long time. Yeah. Why am I suddenly doing it? Yeah. Conditioning. Conditioning. A whole me. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I literally need to know in when they're signing the dotted line, is there is there a stipulation, a caveat saying, yeah. oh, just uh, scatter these, these words, these toxic words mm-hmm. by force for you to get to your pay packet. I need, I need to know because Missy, I don't think, Missy Elliott does. She stays clothed. Yeah, I don't think I I've ever think. heard it. I don't know if I've ever heard her say the N word. I'm not even, this kind of thing. There's people know. who don't need to. You can be successful without it, but that's their upbringing. You can't, that's their their, la- their language. But and also going back it, to, to, to doing, to knowing what you want and knowing what's right with you and, Again, I'm not going to judge somebody who maybe grew up and everybody around them was saying certain words and the culture is that. But 
It's when you see somebody that you know that isn't you. Mm. I don't understand why you're doing this and this. To belong. To To belong. That's that's the innate thing, going back to what I said earlier. It's to belong, it's to be heard. And, oh, who do you think you are if you're doing this? I mean, I, I love... I I would love to speak pigeon. I was able to when I go back home. You know when you're mm-hmm. with your own. Yeah, yeah. I would love. I love hearing patwa. Yeah, I love hearing pigeon. But it's about status, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Speak this. Ah, you're a graduate. Ah, you're a graduate mm-hmm. now. Ah, London girl. Why are you wearing? Ah, where's your <laughs> ah now? Where's your attire? Yeah. Where's this kind of thing? So it's that's what I'm saying. It's this kind of dual identity, but. You want to carry things on, but actually, all of this Queen's English, they're rooted. No, they've got slang that's in Urban Dictionary. You've got slang in the Oxford Dictionary mm-hmm. in these places. So, all of these words are rooted from somewhere. Yeah? Yeah. You want to be half of you in this kind of, uh, what's called, ununited, disunited kingdom, whatever you want to be doing at the moment. Yeah? You said disunited. Disunited fully. You've got. You've got words. You've got stuff that you're not going to be able to shake off. Mm. I know it's all about pocket and survival, but you've still got, you know, this is what I'm talking about. Fatigue, tired in French. Mm-hmm. This is what we are now after yeah. Brexit. And they're in their army fatigues yeah. after all of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all we can do. But going back to black representation, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. On and off screen. Oh, yeah. 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 In, in, in any way doing. that we can. And it just goes back again to us. Um, what you said about us having the power and people being reminded that they have the power mm. and people being reminded that they can change the narrative in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And one of the best ways to change the narrative is to invest in black in any which way that you can subscribe to us mm-hmm. in terms of, or or whichever culture it is that you want to support. So I don't want to sit here going back to what you said. Mm-hmm. If it's If you're intrigued by Chinese culture and that's what you want to subscribe to, then by all means go and do that. Or if you're, you know, whichever culture it is that you want to support, please make sure that before you open your mouth and you complain (laughs) that it's not being represented, what are you doing to contribute to their representation? And if the answer is nothing, then I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But again, instead of you, like, channeling your anger where it doesn't need to go, Mm -hmm. sit down and and think about that. That's That's it. Yeah. Support. So, you know, if this is what you enjoy... Like, subscribe, share. That's it. Because that's what happens. You know, people are like, you know, you, you ever have a conversation with somebody like, oh, you know, I like this person or, or this artist. Mm-hmm. I'll always go back to artists because one of the easiest ways, you know, I really like this artist, but, you know, nobody really knows about them or anything. Mm. And then as soon as they, you, you didn't really do anything to promote them. They used to do their small gigs for like, tickets will sell for like five, ten pounds. <sighs> You never went to go and buy the tickets <laughs> and go and support them. Mm. You know, when when they were really, like, grinding and you believed in them and you enjoyed their music, but you didn't really do anything to support them. Now, all of a sudden, they quote-unquote blow because I know mm. that when people make it successful, it will become successful. It's not an overnight thing mm. for most people. You do have to put in the work and whatever. It's like, oh, but this person sold out, blah, 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 blah. Sold out how? What? Because... How does, what does that mean? Because so when well. you go to their, I don't know, when you go to their shows or whatever, the audience doesn't look like how you thought that their audience would look like. So you think that they've because, changed. Because they're not tight with the money. They're paying for yeah. quality. They're yeah. paying for an artist. You're paying for the stage. You're paying for the engineers. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the marketing. Mm-hmm. You're paying for whatever the damn well they want. Yeah. Their talent. That's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what do you want? You've you got to go to work. Do you want to give leave your salary behind? Mm-hmm. 
it's a nonsense. People like to complain for just saying, saying, yeah, saying. Yeah, for no reason. For no yeah, reason. For no Crabs reason. in a barrel type of thing. And but they they expect to be supported. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it's a one way thing. Yeah, it's definitely one way with with some. Thankfully, there's loyal people there. That's why you said surround yourselves with the right ones. Trust your instincts. And the thing is, as well, it's just kind of like it needs that tenacious attitude. I used to think that I see people that you think oh, they were called arrogant and they called this and they called that. What does that mean? And you're just realizing that's an that's a suit of armor mm-hmm. because they probably have not been supported by mm-hmm. the people that should be supporting them. You know, there's no wrong answer. I actually understand what that means. You know what you want. You might know your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't listen to this, this, and this. Get to where you were, and all of a sudden it's like yes, yes, now. Mm-hmm. I was always supporting. I was always supporting. I, you. I always knew, you know. Always knew that yes, she was going to yes, be a time with You didn't. You did not say that to me in the beginning. You, you were trying to tell me to do something else. You were questioning why I was doing what I was doing. But now, you know, now I've got Thanks. the external recognition. You know, mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm. be on board. So yeah. first class. Where's my first class? Yeah. But it's. I think. I think it's just um, for saying's sake. Let's go for it. Purpose. Yeah. Maintain the purpose. Mm-hmm. What do you want? I just wanted to ask you, do you want to talk about this or off camera? I will talk about it off camera. Okay. Do <laughs> what do this? I want? Because that yeah. would be, that's a whole other like episode, I suppose. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, thank you so much for coming today, You're shedding welcome. your light, your wisdom as well. And um, yeah, that's that's one of the beautiful things I think about this podcast this year that I've taken away. It's just kind of meeting a whole bunch of new people who... I was meant to meet, like That's you said, our, our paths were meant to cross and just learning from them as well. My pet peeve when listening to something is not letting the person that invited on speak. What's the point of conversation? What's the point? What is the point? There's not enough active listening. Yeah. I think that's the thing. But, um, you know, teach them different. Keep teaching, teacher. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe people yes please like subscribe share it's by force you need her in your life yes yeah, by force by fire yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that anymore i'm not gonna say it's not by force it's actually by force this is it is <laughs> you need you need laughter in your lives yeah. you need to share this comment and you know support businesses yeah. that's the whole kind of thing you know what's good thank you very much for having me on because it's like i don't actually get enough time to be listening to other podcasts and hearing those kind of strong voices and just sharing voices and you're sharing the village that's how you where can people find you again oh yes so okay so it's good vibes g-u-d underscore v-y-b-z and uh, my name's olive aliakwe o-l-i-v-e hyphen a-l-e-a-q-e which means who knows tomorrow so that's my that's a beautiful name I thank you I thank my uh, my father my mother for that and it's yes so just check out that's the same for Insta and Twitter and Facebook I think it's Good Vibe Solutions on Facebook but the main source for um, content is on the YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but um, yeah things like this this is the most long form one that I've done and I've enjoyed I'm happy. Yeah, this is this is a safe it's a safe space. It's like a therapy session without without any formal training. I don't have any formal training. I don't know, maybe that's my calling, you know. <laughs> but um, um thank you.
you guys for watching and for listening. Of course, you can follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me personally at from Alexandra X on Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, take care, guys. Peace.